And now for something completely different. everybody uh i am the original zach wiseman uh back at it uh good to see you thank you for watching uh this is a very weird episode of no time to binge which is a weird show in which we watch just the very first episode of something and then the very last episode of something and then try to figure out what happens in the middle because as you can see we're all beautiful people and obviously we have a lot of things to do and we literally have no time to binge watch this uh and obviously we got some cool people to do it including and most importantly, special agent Matt Deterior Cooper. Oh wow! You know when you said most important, I thought you were going to say B. I did uh, too. I did. I did too. Yeah, until no, I was talking. For it. She is an <laughs> integral part to this. Um, and and be it that I was brought up in the school of the coop. Can we please? Uh, Maybe uh, direct our attention and introduce the lady first, and oh. I, will, I will happily go second. Zach, you can come back to me. You got it, pal. <laughs> uh, and obviously, and most importantly, we have Miss B Highland here today. Uh, B, how, how are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for hanging out here in a storm. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, if you if you dip out early, we know what's going on. And uh, Dylan yep. will let you borrow his floor fans. Yes. <laughs> if I dip out, I it's because my house is gone. Yeah. Uh, Twin Peaks. Have you uh, have you seen this before? I, I don't think you did. Right from last time we talked, we, you have not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you, you now love this show, right? You are in love with this. What's... I need to know what happened. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right, we'll, to. we'll get to it real soon. Uh, yeah. We have my, uh, obviously, the, the second uh, most important person is Mr. Dylan Terry. Obviously, Dylan, he's the guy who uh, keeps all of my stuff in line and, and, <laughs> and hangs out when I don't feel like doing anything. Dylan, how are you, sir? Um, I'm doing fine. My feet are a little wet, but that's okay. Yeah, well, you're sweaty because B's here. That makes sense. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Twin Peaks. Now, I think this is kind of set in uh, Colorado. Uh, and also, the one cabin looks very strange, like the one from Dumb and Dumber. But anyway, this is weird enough of a show that you should know this. But you don't. Hey, so, I've tried to watch Twin Peaks several times. I've gotten about four or five episodes in every time. And for some reason, I just don't keep going. I yeah. know of it by just exposure from people who tell me to watch it, but I've never seen it all the way through. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into maybe some yeah. of the answers that you possibly have, but we actually have the most important person here today. <laughs> uh, someone who really has come up in the school of hard knocks, uh, obviously, and you can see in this episode, looks great in glasses. Uh, a man with really just a rocking thing around his neck. Uh, Mr. Michael Colby spelled backwards. How are you, sir? <laughs> oh, you didn't even try. <laughs> uh, e, uh, uh, e, e block, uh, e block, lecum, lecum, e block, okay. mecum. All right, now I'm gonna take that audio and I'm gonna reverse it and I'm gonna see how well you did. Uh, oh, that, hey. not right now. 
No, not right now, no. Oh, I really thought um, you had the tech to do that for some reason. Uh, I do, but I don't oh, have okay. the tech. Anyway, we were wait so, like five minutes, yeah. so we figured it out, because that's good audio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we do have the most important person here today. Uh, we have Mr. Special Agent uh, Cooper. Uh, his friends know him as Mr. Matt Deterior. How are you, sir? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's my Stop. damn fine cup of coffee. Love it, love it. Yeah. Uh, bra bragging that you are a centaur, oh, right? Man. Centaurus? Is that what yeah. you are? Yeah, Centaurus? I'm not sure what that yep. is. Yep. And uh, <laughs> oh, so glad that we're finally here, Twin Peaks time. Uh, as you mentioned, <laughs> Zach, uh, I did. I'm glad you're not swearing as much this go round. By the way, appreciate it. Yeah. We got a lot of uh, feedback on that. People did not like that at all. No, 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 no. Mm. Uh, your beard looked nice, though. Mm. Um, so <laughs> uh, I owe a lot of accomplishments in my life to Special Agent Dale Cooper. Uh, it's why I took on his last name uh, and pushed myself to become a special agent. Uh, other accomplishments include graduating high school. Owe oh, that to Special Agent Dale Cooper. I was going to drop out and deal the street drugs. Um, but I thought, you know what? That's not what the coop would want me to do. Uh, I lost my virginity thanks to Special Agent Dale Cooper. Mm -hmm. I learned the moves to put on a very special lady. Um, little known fact, midway through, everyone, uh, she looked at me, asked me if I was okay. I said, yeah, great. And she just said, I look a little distant. I'm like, ah. I'm just thinking about uh, Special Agent Dale Cooper. And uh, she nodded her head, said she understood. Um, I just made a lot of the right choices in life. I mean, every single day, what would yeah. Special Agent Dale Cooper do? I have not murdered anyone yet. Hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're killing it. Uh, I really wish that I had been washed over by this show a while ago so I knew uh, how to be more like Cooper or at least how to not kill somebody. Uh, but, yeah, for those who do not know, uh, we are – we're going to get into what Twin Peaks is about. Uh, Twin Peaks is an American serial drama television series created by David Lynch and Mark Frost, which spans 48 episodes over three seasons. We only really watched seasons one uh, and then the end of season two. Uh, so the show's original run, which comprised of two seasons, the 30 episodes, which came out April 8th of 1990 on ABC. Um, and then there's an 18 episode uh, season three, which came out in 2017. So Twin Peaks follows FBI special agent Dale Cooper played by Kyle McLaughlin, who was sent to a fictional town of Twin Peaks. Um, oh, it's actually in Washington. Yep, I knew that. Uh, to investigate the murder of, of popular and respected high school student Laura Palmer, played by Cheryl Lee. A feature-length prequel film, Twin Peaks, Fire Walks With Me, was released in 1992, which depicts the events leading up to Laurel's death. So we watched episode one of season one, which is called Northwest Passage. Uh, Michael Colby. Quickly, tell me yeah. what happens in episode one. Like, if you can just sum up what happens, what goes on here. Laura Palmer gets killed. Um, a lady discovers her plastic-wrapped corpse on the beach. Um, and then Sensual. special agent Dale Cooper is sent in to the small town. Um and I wish that I would have watched this two-hour pilot movie because I have seen episodes of Twin Peaks before, but I, I, I was never, like, into it. 
Mm-hmm. And I've seen a bunch of David Lynch's movies, including Firewalk With Me, and I hate them all. Um, so I think that he just needs more time to tell a story than a movie. I am so into what is going on in this show. Um, but yeah, basically that first episode is setting up everything and the jump that it makes from first episode, like pretty much standard murder mystery type thing to last episode is almost Jojo's bizarre adventure leap from normalcy to insanity. (laughs) Yeah, I completely agree. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, when I played the last episode, I'm like, wait, wait, is this halfway through? And I had to like, make sure I wasn't like in the middle for some reason, but uh, so B the the first episode kind of walks us down the murder mystery of, uh, a, a, of a high school girl and then yep. her friend and then there's a possibility of a serial killer because yeah like uh, Michael said once Agent Cooper shows up there's um, oh, is he in doing like costume change uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if, it, if it's a red suit and he's doing a weird dance I'm so okay. uh, so uh, and then the idea of a serial killer comes up um, Mr. You know, Agent Cooper shows up and things just seem like it's just a murder mystery. Um, what was yeah. your take? What was your takeaway from episode one? Oh, I was fascinated. It hooked me right away. I love a good murder mystery and like all the elements were there. It was weird. The acting was very bizarre. And that 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 caught me. I was just kind of like, this is everyone's acting very strange. Yeah. No one seems okay. <laughs> Dylan, uh, one of the things that I loved about episode one, and I thought that, uh, especially you, uh, because I know you the most, um, <laughs> was the way that this story, like episode one unfolds, it's like you get a little bit of information, and then you learn something else about somebody. And then you get a little more information, and that leads you down another hole. And then that leads you down another person, which leads you down another hole. And then at the end, you're like, okay, who's James? Why is he, is he the boyfriend what's up with a psychiatrist um the the show is is very well written and for being a david lynch you know story and something um what 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 was your takeaways from episode one knowing this is a david lynch project it sets up a lot of characters and it makes them very distinct in their first appearance you kind of find out who all these people are with some very minimal like set dressing some small subtle act like some little ticks, just like the the woman with the eye patch who's obsessed with her drapes. Um, I can't remember most of their names. Uh, the woman yeah. who owns the logging company and mm-hmm. her ex, her dead husband's sister, and they're all pissed off at each other. Cooper, the sheriff, the sheriff's secretary, everybody is given kind of equal footing as an established character, yeah. which should feel like a lot but they all feel like they are at least kind of like on even ground as far as like who you, who you feel is there. It doesn't feel like anybody at this point is kind of, I mean, it does feel like some of them are minor, but it doesn't feel like some of these people are just there to be like window dressing. Yeah. Now, Matt, you, now you watch this when it first originally aired, correct? Like, uh, I was forced to watch it as a, as a youth, yes. Now, did, oh. you, did you know much of David Lynch when this hit you, or was this maybe like your first introduction? No, or this were was... They um, I never watched movies uh, prior to 
2000. So this was my first introduction to David Lynch. Uh, and then when I was allowed to watch movies in 2000, I gobbled up all of his films. Yeah. Uh, so when this first hit you, what, like, what, what, what kind of person was Matt when you watched this the first time? Obviously not a movie watcher, but, you know, this is obviously a murder mystery. This is a very, very weird story about a weird place. Uh, what, what, was, uh, what was up with you then? Yeah, uh, up with me in particular. Oh, I was still forming, you know. Uh, mm. To this day, I like to look at myself as a, a aesthetically pleasing block of clay. Um, I like to be molded. I like to have impressions set upon me. So, uh, you know, having all these characters, as B said, you know, they're just, they're off. Every one of them just has off. And as you do go on episode to episode, you find out little secrets about them and quirks. And it's a tangled, gross mess. Uh, also, uh, Laura Palmer, wrapped in plastic, may have implanted some awful fetish within my head. But um, it's not my fault. I blame it on David Lynch. Yeah, as you should. Uh, so, Michael, you know David Lynch movies. Now, when you watched episode one, knowing what you know about David Lynch, were you a little let down by the fact that it was not weird at all? No, I was thrilled. Yeah, okay, cool. Because I could I could tell by his movies that he knows how to tell a story, but I think he gets distracted. <clears throat> um, but this seemed very focused, like he was doing a thing. Yeah. And when David Lynch is allowed to focus on a thing that he's doing, I think he can write a great story. And I really appreciated this one. Everything except for the acting of the mother. Uh, <laughs> Laura Palmer's mother is maybe the worst actress I've ever seen. And I don't know if that was a choice, but it was annoying. That lady can scream. She can scream. Uh, <laughs> well, I, little, little known fact in the... Uh, tryouts for this. All they had the characters do is come in and belt out a good scream or two. Uh, so that was her in. Those were some well, real hardcore I mean, screams. Though. The yeah, maybe they should have had them read a line or two because <laughs> when she wasn't screaming, I wanted to kick her so that she was screaming. She was in love with her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying, Dylan? I'm just saying, like, I'm not surprised that most of these people were cast on the quality of their screams because, as you see in the last episode, there's some real high quality screams in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, other than when does the show get weird, which obviously we're going to get to soon, uh, what were some of your biggest questions that you had going into, like, okay, now I know that I'm going to hop to the very end. Here are some questions that I might have. Does anybody have any questions that they needed to know? Yeah. Why is everyone, like, cheating on each other? <laughs> uh, <laughs> People like sex be. I, I just, and, I, um, everyone, nobody is faithful to their partner. Yeah. Nobody. Everyone is cheating on each other with someone else. And it's just kind of like, man, just break up. Uh, yeah. Small, just break small up. town living. You know who doesn't cheat? Agent Dale Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, during the course of the episode, he has a lot of opportunities with the ladies of Twin Peaks and beyond. Uh -huh. There's excursions into Canada. But uh, no. Hey. He's he's a he's a sexy man. I mean, obviously, I, you can see why he takes does over he, uh, whatever the Flintstones company somebody? was. Does he have somebody, or is he like married to his uh, job? In 
in season two, in season two, there is a love interest. Okay. Do we, okay, so here my my questions. Dylan brought up one. Uh, do the drapes ever get hung? I was very worried about that. Uh, number two, I was wondering. I had to know who Diane was if we ever meet Diane, who uh, Cooper talks to via his you know his, his uh, uh, recorder. Um, other questions I had: uh, Does the secretary lady does she start every episode describing things in a very quirky style, as though there's more than one red chair or more than one phone that could be ringing? Uh, when she was trying to tell him which phone she was going to transfer it to, I was, I was, I honestly, when I put this on, and that's the first scene that that hits you, I'm like, is this a comedy? Like, what, what is this? I, I think this is actually a comedy, uh, and I'm like, oh, I hope she's uh, doing very well. Um, I also was really hoping that the creepy psychiatrist that I think was having sex with a high school student, uh, I really hope that he gets his due because I hated that man. Um, I was hoping that the shoe changing girl, I was hoping that she was the big bad, the one who was wearing red shoes and then changed to uh, those white, cool 50 shoes. Uh, Are I you forget- talking about Audrey Horn? Uh, maybe. Uh, the, the one who looks uh, very dis, uh, devious in the first episode, but then in the in the last episode is the one who changed herself to that uh, yeah. cell door. So uh, I don't think you. that she's bad. Um, <laughs> and that was so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm because like, what is happening? Ch- if you're gonna chain yourself to the door to like protest, like don't let them open the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she had plenty of chain <laughs> to to chain the the hinges of the door shut. Yeah, she just taped herself to a door that can be opened. Yeah, it was uh, so silly. What were you saying, B? I just, I just imagine that actress reading that script, that yeah. scene right there. What, is, what would be going through her mind? Uh, and then when <laughs> I started, when I started watching the last episode, that's when I realized that the intro theme is not entertaining or engaging whatsoever it's very boring and slow uh and i was very upset about that um but then my last question was i was hoping that the um the 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 raped train walker i was hoping that she would wake up and i was like i don't know if that's a thing or whatever so those are like my big questions that i had going into the second episode then you put on the last episode and dylan if you can Please try to, to let me know what happens in the last episode of season two. Okay. Audrey Horn goes into a bank and changes herself to the vault door. She is there with, I think, the one of the partial owners of the wood of the logging plant, or a, a local one of the local guys. A guy that is not in the first episode is with one of the girls in the woods, takes her to a hole in the ground, the trees turn red, and he goes into this weird spot. Dale and the rest of the police follow them. Dale goes into the weird spot. At the bank, they open up a safety deposit box and it explodes. We don't see those characters for the rest of the episode. We go to Dale. He's hanging out in what I know just because I watched like the next two episodes of the first season a few years ago, the black lodge, which is this weird supernatural place. I don't know anything <laughs> about at that point is hanging out there. Everybody is speaking in dialogue. That seems like it was originally spoken in reverse and then played in reverse to provide actual forward going dialogue. It's a really cool otherworldly effect and it's very Lynchian and you see some really like hardcore Lynch stuff. He seems to be chasing <clears throat> The long, the it's a guy with long gray hair, 
uh, who I think was the person that uh, Laura's mom saw in that first episode, crouching by like, the bed. She sees some guy crouching by a bed, oh. and then she freaks out. And I'm pretty sure it's that guy. And he's hmm. some sort of like malicious spirit because he traps Dale in this extra dimensional area and seems to possess his body after stealing the soul of someone that Dale used to know. The other guy. The other guy was with the girl. Uh, Laura Palmer shows up and is like, hey, I'll see you in 25 years. And Dale wakes up and headbutts a mirror and laughs and then the episode's over. Yeah. That was yeah. a pretty good wrap up, Dylan. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah. You, you did you did miss the very sexy dancing of that one French actor uh in that yes. red suit when he's like, "Yes." Mm. Uh, the, the creatures, oh, I love that. The beings in the Black Lodge seem very excited to have Dale there and then they trap him there or something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a cool a cool fact about that backwards uh, talking thing. What David Lynch asked all the actors to do is to recite their lines into a voice recorder, play it backwards, and then memorize their own sayings cool. backwards so they got their own uh, vernaculars cool. correct, or, which is cool. But what were you saying, Michael? Oh, I did have a question about the guy with the long gray hair. Yeah. Is he the actual devil? Is he the the literal biblical devil? Yeah, good question. Because he takes the guy who you think is the bad guy and just sucks what I'm assuming is his soul out of his body in the form of like fire. And I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure this guy is the devil. Yeah. Matt, is long haired gray man the devil? Uh, you guys really nailed it on this one. Um, this whole series was basically David Lynch's attempt to convert the world to Christianity. Um, and he was scaring the bejesus out of them. And oh no one wants gosh. to go to the Black Lodge. Uh, you don't want to hang out with Bob, who's that scary guy. And uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly the same All right. <laughs> Cool. Bob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow bob wow backwards is wow bob wow <laughs> uh okay uh dylan so yeah. wait what was the question what 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 is the gray the gray haired long gray hair is he the devil or just a demon what what what's his thing what they what, what, they don't really define things um okay yeah they leave a lot of things open to interpretation but he okay. is a so baddie he and he he has the ability to possess living people, like the devil would. I'm or I'm, yeah, or a demon, yeah. Just some sort of malicious entity. Like it's David Lynch. I don't think you can be as specific as saying it's Satan. I yeah. think you just have to settle with he's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, Michael. It's not like he developed this whole series to convert the world to Christianity. Uh, Matt, yeah, that what? would be ridiculous. And anyone who would think of an idea that crazy would have to be some sort of maniac. Uh, Matt, what something that really shocked me from the last episode was uh, the the patch eyed lady who one of the drapes up. Uh, apparently, her and her husband or, or partner they are separated. They're yeah. both with somebody else, and apparently, the eye patch lady was hit in the head with a tree and is no longer in love or doesn't even know who this other man named Mike is. Will you? Will you? Uh, uh, how'd they break up? What did he just well, leave her for yelling? Okay, 
you guys aren't going to believe me on this one, but this is the <laughs> truth. Because I, I don't even think I could make something up, okay? Uh, so beginning of season two, still obsessed with the drapes, uh, falls, clocks her noggin. Okay, she wakes up with amnesia thinking she's a high schooler, and she has superhuman strength. Um, to the point where she goes back to high school. They don't get into details about how that's possible, but she starts <laughs> attending high school. Uh, she's on like the cheer team, the football team, all this stuff, kicking guys' asses. Um, but she does not know, uh, you know, her memory of that relationship does not exist, and she has the hots for some uh, young stud. So that's what she goes for. Oh, and so that then that's why he asked her, "Do you know how old you are?" And she's like, "I'm 33, you idiot, or whatever." Because uh, I guess she, oh, she, so she thought she was like a 17 year old. Yeah, yeah, and um, Ed and Ed, he gets to go off with his love, who he regrets not staying with in high school. So uh, some people are kind of happy. Okay, mm. well that's huh. interesting. Uh, mm. B, what was one of your bigger questions, or any question really, that you had from the last episode? Looking back at the first, all of my questions can be summed up with just what. What? <laughs> okay, but yeah. no. Um, seriously, what happens to like the motorcycle guy? Like, yeah. I don't think we saw him in the last. Scene, oh, James. The last episode. Oh, Where did he man. go? Did he die? Okay. Again, it's great. I don't even need to make stuff up because this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He he just goes cruising. Okay. He finds a whole new town. He finds a job at a local garage owned by a brother and sister who you find out have some sort of uh, very controlling incestuous uh, relationship going on. But he falls for the girl and, uh, you know, come away with me. Um, but she chooses to stay with her brother instead. He gets his heart broken again. Uh, he goes off into the woods and uncovers a mass grave while he's crying, and it is 72 missing people from the local town. Those kids were disappointed. Okay. Is that it? No. Well, yeah, that's the last you see of him. Uh, I mean, he's mentioned. <laughs> they don't ignore him, but he does not go back to Twin Peaks. Uh, I, I do want to add that the same year Twin Peaks ended, uh, tw uh, 1920, or goddamn. 1992 he starred in a movie called the gladiator where he was a boxer i forget the guy's name but uh yeah james Russell wow. Crow? okay no 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 different gladiator oh, okay. you watch that gladiator dylan <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> okay i have a question about <laughs> honestly we can't we can't do matt's shows because you never know if what's in the middle i I'm, I'm curious about some things and now i really have to just binge this show which i did I'm not have time to do. i don't even give a shit what matt says about this i don't believe him yeah. and i am going to watch this show i'm actually upset that I'm upset that we had to put this off till this week because I wanted to watch it as soon as I was finished with it. I was like, yeah. good, we can get this episode done tomorrow and then I can watch this show. And then yeah. we we had to reschedule. So I do have a question about the very beginning of this last episode. Um, 
Bobby comes in to the diner. Um, his blonde girlfriend, who I'm I'm just assuming that every blonde in this town gets murdered um, because that's what it seems like. Um, but the the lady who he's talking to is that the same lady who had the, like the crush on him in the first episode? Yeah. The yeah. the other lady. Okay. I, I for some reason I can't tell the difference between people in this town. Like everybody sort of looks the same. <laughs> I, yeah. And honestly, because, I think that was done intentionally. Because when Laura Palmer is in the the Black Lodge or the Red Room at the end, I'm like, is that Laura Palmer or is this any of these other blonde girls that were in this show? Like, I they're could all, not they're tell. They're all pretty, pretty basic white women. Yeah. yeah, they're all pretty blonde white ladies. Like, yeah. I have no idea who anybody is. And the only one that I know is this receptionist. Now, Cooper and this receptionist seem to be on the same page. Do they like not romantically, but are they like close working partners throughout this show? Um, well, being the man that Special Agent Dale Cooper is, Michael, he yes. in his workplace treats everyone equally. And when he sees that someone shows a skill, a talent, an ability that he can utilize in solving a case, then by all means, he reaches out and uh, makes them, uh, you know, upfront and present as much as he is. Um, he might have the authority in a lot of cases, but he will use them uh, together as a team. I wouldn't say use. He would, uh, you know, he, he doesn't lift people up. He links arms with them and they walk together. Okay. Because uh, yeah, but she she actually helps with some stuff. And yeah, she seems she's a weirdo. to be the one that's the most. You will on like top later. She is a love interest, and there's a love triangle going around uh, uh, with her, uh, okay. which is extremely amusing. <laughs> I, Matt, I've got a question. Did you watch the the third season? No, uh, I I watched I think two of them, and then my free thing ran out and then I oh. kept doing other things in life. Yeah. Uh, but I like if I don't even, is it on Showtime? I really need to watch it. We should later, we should do season three of this. If you guys are up for it. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Once we watch, once we watch the rest of this, I, I interested to watch that third season because yeah. I've heard very like up and down things about it. Uh, I, so will, I, I, I will say oh. someone mentioned, do you get to see Diane? You do not get to see Diane in Dang. the first two seasons, but in season three, Diane is actually there. Okay. Oh, so cool. Diane is a physical human, <clears throat> actual living person. Oh, yeah. Cool. I thought uh, Diane was just like his split personality or something. Yeah, or just his voice recorder's name. His voice yeah. recorder's name. Is I, li I like that idea. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I was just assuming some sort of split personality. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I have a question. So uh, Agent Cooper came to Twin Peaks uh, and he the first thing that he asked about was the fingernails. And in the second woman that died, he pulled out a letter. So I'm assuming that he was sent there for a... C no? No, I just... I was thinking about Oh, that was him. gross, yeah. It's so gross. Yeah. So was he... A, was he sent there uh, looking for a serial killer? And then B... Is there a serial killer? Because I don't think that comes up in the last episode again. Yes. Okay, cool. 
And what did the letters spell out? That will ruin the surprise. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. I. What, Dylan? I'm Unless you really want to know. No. Well, it, 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 it here says "fire walk with me" because mm-hmm. they found an R. Yeah, but that's a lot of that's a lot of letters, though. So I don't know. Uh, well, what, there's oh, a lot of blonde girls in this town. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so the the train walking woman that was raped that did not have a letter up uh, under her fingernail. What was that about? Um. Sh- okay. The. <laughs> Killer of Laura Palmer also attacked her, but she managed to get away. Okay. Uh, why didn't she have, like, memories? She just got, like, beat up bad or whatever? Werewolf. Oh, classic. <laughs> okay. Uh, who killed... Who, with the, okay, Dylan. Who do yeah. you think was the killer of Laura Palmer? I, I think it was... I, I don't think... I don't know if it's as straightforward as someone killed her. Because she was in th- that room at the end of the last episode. And she seemed to be, like, speaking with some sort of, like, you know, I'll see you in 25 years. Like, she seemed, or at least some, or at least an imitation of her, something in her shape, because we saw that people can be possessed Hmm. with Cooper at the end of the show. So I assume that there was something more going on with Laura Palmer than just being murdered for being a pretty blonde girl. Hmm. B, who did you think murdered Laura Palmer? Who did I think? Yeah, or Or do you think? who do I think now? Yeah, who do you think now? Um, that God, I don't even know. <laughs> I have after like the I had so many theories at like the first episode, and then afterwards I was just kind of like I yeah I once got it, nothing yeah once it started with nothing once it started with that dancing scene, I'm like I don't think my <laughs> questions are going to get answered. <laughs> uh, uh, Colby, uh, who do you think killed Laura Palmer? I wish that I thought that it was the guy who the devil sucks his soul out. Like the guy who took that last lady and, you know, mm. Cooper into the the red room or whatever. Like mm. that seems like the, that seems like the logical person. But I also watched, you know, a little old French guy, you know, walking backwards and talking and then, you know, I, I watched Dale Cooper run through a hallway and open up different um, curtains that lead to the same room mm-hmm. and then the same curtain that led to a different room. Um, and I don't think that the simplest or the most logical answer to anything would be the one that I was looking for. So I'm going to say that the person who killed Laura Palmer was a gay lumberjack werewolf. Hmm. So up until talking to you three, I thought that it was her dad. Uh, Now, because he, now knowing there's possession, knowing that he like screams, I didn't kill anybody and how crazy the parents were. Uh, But yeah. uh, So obviously the lumberjack werewolf uh, gay fella does seem way more probable. Uh, Matt, does anybody, is it okay if we find out, is anybody worried about spoiling this? I'm not sure if it is a spoiler of anything. Well, I just want to, I I have some background knowledge as the production of the show. They didn't okay. want to, apparently David Lynch and Mark Frost didn't want to reveal the killer and they were made to by the network. 
That is oh, okay. so dur during like the second season, I think, or like the end of the first or something. Uh, the season finale, they okay. revealed the killer, but okay. again, what you said is correct. They did not intend on that. They planned on right. drawing it out, mm -hmm. but that that made them well. Lynch have to change direction and find a whole new premise for season two mm. because mm. he wasn't ready to end it. But you know, well, okay, uh, so. Is is there one person that kills all of the women and does this, or does the demon possess many different people to do different crimes? The the current string of pr crimes are by the same possessed person. Mm. Laura Palmer's okay. mother, Fa father, or the, <laughs> the cool sawmill no, owner guy. It's the sawmill itself. Oh, the actual sawmill. I mean, I, you think that's a pretty big deal because, like, the whole intro is about the sawmill and how yeah. it's made. It's uh, right there from the very beginning. Yeah, fair. So this is like a Carrie or a, a, a Christine story, but instead of a car, it's a whole sawmill. It's uh, so that's that's weird. Uh, so it's Michael. like the Langoliers. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> no, not at all. I think you're hoping no one. Villain. Yeah, that, that I was like. Think it was I think I, I think I may be mixing up what the Langoliers is. Was that yeah. not some sort of weird possessed building? It, you're no, thinking uh, of the Goonies. <laughs> you're thinking Transformers. <laughs> no, uh, I, I guess it's I, it doesn't matter because no, apparently was, uh, I am just very wrong. No, Langoliers is like each time. Yeah, it's like whatever just happened and like a little bit of the past gets eaten. And then people okay. kind of forget stuff. And then uh, Balky rips up a lot of paper. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much how that whole movie worked. Um, B, what other questions do you have that Matt may or may not lie about? Jeez. Who, who is the first person that goes into the red room and speaks backwards? Like, what's the reveal of that? Yeah. Um... Are you asking B? Well, yeah. I, don't know. I don't think B knows. No, I don't. So I, I'm I asking Matt. Nothing. I know nothing. Uh, yeah, there's, me neither. Head empty, no thoughts. It's the first time you see it is in dream sequences. Uh, I think it's around episode three that it starts getting freaktastic. And uh, then, like, the next episode kind of goes back to normal. Like, it just kind of one of those, what the hell is going on? And then it's like, oh, no, just back in the weird town. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's uh, dreams and drug visions, and uh, oh you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. There things. was something with like cocaine. Mm -hmm. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it was nineteen ninety. Yeah, the journal with the key and the cocaine. Like, yeah. what, what, what was so special about her journal? Uh, she has a journal, a secret journal, and later you find a secret secret journal. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so is that key that was in that thing, was that to the, the, the lockbox that blew up? That is to um, a part of the sawmill. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh a secret oh. part of the sawmill. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ooh, that's, a secret part. That's interesting. There are a mm. lot of secrets. Yeah. Um. Uh, man, Dylan, what yeah. do you have any other questions that uh, about this show? Uh, Matt, what would you say is like, is there a standout episode that you can remember that is like, I've watched this episode more than others, or one that in rewatching you think that we would really enjoy the most, or is it just kind of the whole thing is cool? 
I mean, I I love the whole thing, but one of my favorites is in season two. They have a Halloween episode, and all the town people like this is after all said and done, and Bob is gone. Uh, at least they they think, and a lot of the townsfolk, especially the high schoolers, dress up as Bob, and they think it's funny. And uh, you know, it it it's not. That guy was a murderer. <laughs> Uh, so the girl, the girl from us, uh, episode one, who was Laura's friend, who I think she ended up hooking up with James. Yeah. At the end, uh, she wasn't in the last episode. What happened to her? Did she get murdered like all the other high school girls? She did get murdered. Mm, classic. Was was she like? Was she like dating Laura Palmer? Also. Yeah. There was um, a weird swipe on her back or whatever. She, she was just kind of obsessed with her. Yeah, they're, oh, okay. they're oh. um because they did was... seem very chummy in that in that video that that they showed. <laughs> it, in that yeah, first exactly. Time. Interest. I was like, is there some gay shit going on? Let's and yeah, I mean it. It could be you know alluded to, but there's nothing that ever comes out like that. I mean, what you find out about Laura is she was super down to party, so whatever Just really good friends yeah you really know. good friends <laughs> okay so they talked to the psychiatrist who had those very long ear things stuck in his ear for some reason uh and wanted to uh examine laura's dead body yeah, because, he did. because he just said we were hooking up if you if nobody knows which is a gross thing to do when there's a dead body in the morgue but uh he obviously the psychiatrist was not in the last episode uh anything cool happened to that guy because i hope that guy gets murdered horrifically you know Though I am not going to justify his actions, um, uh oh, yeah, uh, he oh, he no. turns out he had a good heart, huh. um, huh. probably okay. dies. But there were actions that that can't be. Oh yeah, he was forgiven. having sex with uh, a high school student who was his uh, patient. Okay. Then he's not such a good guy. Mm -mm. But I did not say I. I did not say I would justify his actions. Be. I think that's actually but, a quote. What you did but, say. It sounds like you're talking the exact same way Michael talks about Clockwork Orange, which is I love these guys. I do this shit all the time. Wow. But I would. I will say also that. Uh, okay. He was in love with Laura. He was obsessed. He. She was his life. Wow. Everybody loved Yikes. Laura. Yeah. Wait, was Yikes. her was her and her mom a thing also? Because her mom cried so terribly hard when okay, she died. No, 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 no. Well, if you, if you found out your only daughter was dead, horrifically murdered, okay. I would probably freak the Wrapped fuck out. Yeah, well, probably. She was worried because she has to take care of the secret in the sawmill now. Oh, that Laura. Wait, is what? <laughs> so she knew, no, she knew about oh, Dylan's face. Yeah. She was the only only other one that knew about that key. Okay, so there was a weird scene when uh, they wanted to talk to the mom. The the one cop, as soon as Agent Cooper gets there, they talk to the mom, and there's the old man who's squeezing her arm, and then he just says to her, he says to the cop, okay, you can talk to her now. Did they give her something? Did they drug her hardcore? Did anyone yeah, else like, think that well, was a weird scene? That was the doctor, the town doctor, and it was the 90s, so mm. pretty much, you know, cocaine was the answer to everything mm, classic yeah, yeah. hysterical okay. woman he probably gave her like opium or some shit 
Yeah, loud. No, she. He's like, we need to calm her down. Let's give her a bucket full of cocaine. <laughs> Different time. Yeah. yeah, this this show it was so crazy. I was like, I was like, I thought when I started the last episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and I saw a guy <laughs> chop his head off with his bare hand, yeah. I was like, this is the craziest that this shit is ever gonna get. Just but fucking wait. Yeah. But the like the Twin Peaks, the disparity between first and last was unrecognizable as yeah. the same show because yeah, I, I agree. we had a very like standard murder mystery that just went so far into the supernatural. I was like, I was like, all right, I'm in. How long does it take to go sort of crazy? Does it? go pretty quickly or or oh no it's never it they keep they keep teasing you with it Mm. so they'll give you bits and then they'll keep pulling you along okay so they reveal the supernatural stuff very slowly well he said episode three i think is crazy episode three is like where it really okay like there that's the first like (laughs) now crazy did in in the last episode I really want to hear what you guys think about that. Uh, there's a scene that happened in the very first episode, and it's where the waitress, when the German waitress comes in to the diner to work, and then the biker dude is there, and or the, the bad boy is there, not James, and uh, he talks to our waitress, and then that scene goes away, which is very similar to how it was in the first episode, but they don't talk. It. Yeah, I loved it too. It was I love different. when they bookend things like that. So cool, but why they didn't talk about that? That wasn't a flashback, it just popped in there. It was a little different. And then, okay, so how many times throughout this se- this series do you see that scene, Matt? Uh, similar things, uh, fairly consistently. Mm. I mean, oh, maybe cool. every other episode or with alterations German... of things yeah, with, with the... that same German waitress with the pigtails, yeah. <laughs> Okay, because I was a fan of her. Because I'm like, okay, the only thing I know about her is that she's a little bit late because she has sex with somebody and she's got a <laughs> nasty laugh. I need a lot more. <laughs> Classic German girls. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, Dylan, any more questions you have uh, about this show? Because I'm so interested in watching this. I'm so upset that I've never seen this before. I don't know. I don't know that there's any questions worth kind of bringing up right now. Um, yeah. I, I want to watch it all the way through, but I've said that before in the past. So we'll see how far I get in on this current watch. So Matt, Agent, Agent Cooper seems like he's a big deal of this show and obviously a big deal in your life. Uh, you've modeled your hairstyle after him uh, and True. also your facial hairstyle after him. Yeah. Um, now, my question is, does he have a character arc or is he like a Columbo that just is there and solves things and dips? Like, do you learn a lot about him or is, is he just a cop? You learn a lot about him. Uh, his, his past is secret, but you start chipping away more at that in season two. Um, but really, he loves Twin Peaks. And uh, come season two, he decides to live there, buy some property. Uh, cool. One of the properties he looks at is Dead Dog Farm. Um Another thing not making up. Um, one, one of the things that I really liked where you got to see the characters meshing together, where they become more than uh, just co-workers and cops, just more friends. 
Uh, there's a secret underground group of peacekeepers in the town that refer to themselves as the Bookhouse Boys. And mm. Agent Dale Cooper to infiltrate a uh, prostitution ring in Canada in a, uh, what is it, like a casino sort of thing. They pose as a Buddy Holly cover band and they go to Canada. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> Dale, um, the, the main cop. I probably hate you. <laughs> Why would you I, don't know, I can't tell if any of this is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get the baddies. It's, it's right. hard to say with, with David Lynch. It's hard to say I, how much it's just pure bullshit. Uh, yeah, how much wanna... of it is just David Lynch bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah is, is literally it Yeah, Matt is not modeling himself after Agent Dale Cooper. He is David Lynch. I'm pretty sure that Matt may be actual David Lynch. His hair's I think close. David Lynch may have possessed the body of somebody named Matt and... This is what we get now. So uh, Agent Cooper has an affinity for these trees he sees in Twin Peaks. Does he ever have sex with a tree? Or is it all, <laughs> is it all natural stuff? Or is it specifically trees? Um, it is alluded to that he has sex up against a tree. Mm -hmm. But not with a tree. Though they didn't, you know, it, it's a television show. Uh, they don't actually show the intercourse. So what went on between him, his partner, and that tree? Mm -hmm. Who knows? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, splinters, though, right? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> he very, very, very interested in those trees. There's there's a lot of supernatural stuff that you see because of like the room and that lodge and everything. Do you, is there any like creatures that live in Twin Peaks that you see or any kind of outside influences or is it just that demon doing all of the business? Um, there there's definitely other things. Uh, the owls are not what they seem, and uh, mm -hmm. the sawmill. What is behind that door may or may not be a werewolf. <laughs> hmm. all right cool all or right, maybe so a frankenstein made out of 72 <laughs> uh missing townspeople yeah the, it's it's all parts of underneath fingernails of 72 <laughs> women <laughs> from twin peaks <laughs> oh, i can't believe i can't believe how long that scene was with Whoa. the close-up of him just digging underneath that girl's fingernail and, and it just, was like that that letter was under the cuticle too. It, it wasn't it even was, like under the nail. It was no, down there. Yeah, and like he pulled it out so slowly, and they just they just and then held to, on it. And then to think to think like that paper was folded. Imagine having a folded piece of paper just crammed under your fingernail. Even dead, I don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I would I would hope that she was dead after he put that letter underneath her fingernail because yeah. I would rather be dead than somebody shove a piece of paper under my finger. Okay, so uh, they they said about the woman who was on the train tracks that she was raped, and uh, the 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 policeman asked if it was by uh, more than one person, and that was inconclusive. Uh, unfortunately, is that something that happens? Like, does he? Is it okay? Was it a they, or does do they do bad stuff to all the girls? Because I'm not there. There is some that. very messed up stuff going on in Twin Peaks and Canada, mm. obviously. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the, beavers the are worst, a pest up there, so that makes sense. The worst part about shit like this is 
it's so delicate. Like, do they handle it well? Because, yeah, like these serial killers and stuff, they do do fucked up stuff, and it's almost always to women, and that sucks. But like, it's so hard to do in media without making it look like you hate women. Yeah. Um, but that's that's but that's what they do. Like these serial killer guys, like they normally hate women. So to do it, but I feel like if anybody is able to do it, you know, so that it seems like it is the actual killers that hate the women, yeah, it's David I think Lynch it was would done... be able to. I really like how it was done, but how it was done makes it kind of even worse when you think about it. Yeah. So if 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 everyone who is, or if the person who <laughs> is possessed by a demon does this to women, the demon just does not like ladies, right? Is that is that ultimately what we learn? Uh, demon doesn't like anyone. Okay, but mostly it, ladies. It's basically you know chaos and oh, okay. So just yeah. Okay. yeah, a whole bunch of mess. But is he killing these blonde? Like, am I right? <laughs> is he killing blonde women? Is that because it seems like a there? It seems like again, there's a lot of people who look exactly the same yeah. in this town. Does he and kill? Normally, yeah, when you could be right. Does he kill? And yeah, does he kill and rape men? No, this was 1990. Oh yeah, men. Yeah, that's that makes sense. I guess. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Again, serial killers not. Like you, you look through the history of serial killers. Very few of them are killing men. Period. Yeah, except Dahmer yeah. and a couple. Are, except but yeah, true. Dahmer. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna and say. There's a, yeah, there's a couple who will throw a, a like a random guy in just to throw people off of their trail. But for the most part, it's it's mother issues. Yeah. That that these and guys just, are. Or, yeah, or yeah. Pa power power issues. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the demon. Let's demon that Bob uh, uses the persona and just makes them a billion times worse than they oh, cool. originally are. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Bob. Well, wow. I mean, I, I think that uh, watching just the first episode and just the last episode, this is a show that you really should watch. Uh, even though episode one was an hour and a half and episode uh, 23, I think, uh, whatever, uh, that one was an hour. So these are like hour long shows throughout. So uh, it is a, a, a meaty chunk of uh, content to, to take down. But I think it, it seemed so interesting and so intriguing. And if the bridge, if the bridge to from first to last episode is a linear bridge, then I am so excited to, to get into this. So, uh, and you suggest this show uh, to people, right, Matt? You say, watch this thing. Oh, watch without every a doubt. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know how many times I've watched the series all the way through. <laughs> so just, just go <laughs> worship it, everyone. Cool. All right. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch. Right, is everyone on this panel going to check the show out and, and get, yeah. get down to all of it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I absolutely. So too. If it was if it was just after episode one, I'd be like, OK, this is an intriguing murder mystery. I'm not sure if I'm going to like I, I might hop into an episode occasionally. But after watching that last one and being like, whoa, how did this get here? How did people start talking backwards? When did everyone start wearing red? This is so cool. <laughs> I'm so in. Uh, but yeah, so if you're watching this and this was interesting at all, check out Twin Peaks, uh, the first two seasons from 1990. Uh, you can find them on Hulu, which is where we found them and, and, and binged, uh, are going to binge most of them. Now, uh, before we say our goodbyes, we're going to uh, quickly chat about what we're going to watch next 
for the next episode. Uh, and what we decided was uh, a, a longer spanning show, one that's very similar to a show that we talked about earlier. And what we decided to do was... I don't know. Talk- about well, that. <laughs> hey, cr- created and written by the same people, I think. I know, um, I know. So, uh, yeah, we decided to do Glee. Well, what we're going to do for No Time to Binge for next episode is, uh, yeah, the, the hit pop star phenomenon that is known as Glee. Matt, one of Matt's uh, other favorite shows, and he yes. was so behind this and was really pushing for this. Actually, this was the prep- precipice for the entire show itself. He's like, you want to watch Glee with me, Zach? And I'm like, we should probably <laughs> wait for later on. But anyway, so what we're going to do is we're going to watch season one, episode one, which is uh, titled uh, eloquently Pilot. Uh, and then we're going to watch season six, episode 13, which is titled Dreams Come True. Now, Dylan, uh-huh. what do you know about Glee? I watched the first episode and I, I was like, yeah, this is fine. It felt yeah. like, I don't know, high school drama show with music. And the music I thought at the time is it's pop and it's pop acapella, but it's fine. Acapella. I think it has instrumental backing. Pop acapella. Don't, don't do that. (laughs) I gotta save time. We got no time to binge this stuff. It's, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it's glee. I know it by reputation again. Yeah. I was never Uh, into it. My sisters were never into it, which I think says something. B, what is your experience with glee? Absolutely nothing, um, cool. which is kind of surprising because I am a huge um, musical theater nerd. Um, but I know nothing. Is it like High School Musical? It's yeah. not musical theater. Like, it's jukebox it is, musical. It is jukebox yeah. musical. Uh, they, they are constantly trying to go, from what I can gather from the memes and the jokes, they're always going to nationals or regionals or quarterfinals <laughs> or something. Uh, they have to do one more Journey song or else a teacher's going to quit. Um, and then uh, there's, uh, But there's a lot of gay stuff, though, so it actually yeah, might, okay. be kind of, might be kind yeah. of interesting. Um, there's a lot of gay stuff, but they just butcher some of these songs. Hell and yeah! I am. Am I gonna be like, mad? Mm-hmm. Only five. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't Probably. know what. I don't know what they do. But my family did watch this show a lot, and all of my experience was like seeing songs that I enjoyed just be murdered by yep. these high schoolers. Now they do. It, they do a Slayer episode, don't they? Oh, yes. probably. Yeah, they do that Sex Pistols episode where. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, there's that there's, there's that Guar episode which gets a little weird. Uh, no, uh, they didn't air that on TV. Yeah. I would love that. I would love to hear an acapella version of Sadama Gogo, <laughs> and they just have super soakers filled with blood, just like. Agent Deterior. Uh, I'm sorry, Agent Deterior Cooper. Uh, any Glee experience whatsoever? Do you know about this show? Were you allowed to watch this as a, as a youngling? Um, I know there's singing in it, and mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that there's a G.G. Allen episode. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> The punk uh, episode is yeah, it's it's the the uh, teacher and he just takes his shirt off and he's just cutting himself and then yeah, he shits so in his hand cutting. and throws it. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of feces in that episode. Yeah, it was odd that they could actually air that one. Uh, so uh, Michael Colby, <laughs> yes, do you have a song that you want them to cover on Glee? Uh, yeah, honestly, uh, I really want to hear uh, uh, Weezer's uh, "Africa." Um, I think that uh, it's a, it's a beautiful. <laughs> It's a beautiful song, and uh, honestly, if anyone can do it better than Rivers uh, Cuomo, then it's probably uh, uh, Jane 
whatever her last name, Lynch. Lynch. <laughs> I am uh, so, so mad that you just called oh, Africa oh. a Weezer song. If I, I like, I might buy a plane ticket out to Colorado just to smack. <laughs> it, it's worth it. So, Colby, uh, we're going to have uh, a special guest possibly yeah. on this episode, right? Another. I hope expert. so because if not, we don't have an expert. Yeah. No, our expert. Our expert. No, I, uh, whatever. No, I'm okay with this. I'll just uh, make shit up. Yeah, I, I'll actually, yeah. if you want me to, I'll binge. Well, actually, I think my daughter has watched all this. But so we're going to have the amazing G. Siler, uh Sailor? Sailor? Sailor. Yeah. Oh, whatever. I forget it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, they're going to be here again. And we're all going to chat about how weird Glee is and how uh, many questions we're going to have about the middle between, <laughs> I guess, like 100 episodes. I have oh, no it's idea. So long. So oh. long. Six seasons. Like so many episodes. It's like but, the long um, SVU of musical shows. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's get out of here. Let's say our goodbyes real fast and where people can find you if they want to. <laughs> uh, Agent Cooper. Please say your goodbyes and where uh, people can find your business if they want your hey, business. Hey, everyone. When you watch uh, Twin Peaks, if you like the character Leo, he is a lot like a character off of this podcast I've been listening to. Jack Billings presents me and my neighbor, Michael, a neighborhood comedy podcast about goings on within the neighborhood. Uh, but he's a lot like Liam in, in this thing. I think you should... Binge Twin Peaks and binge Jack Billings Presents and compare the two because Liam's pretty much in every episode. <laughs> All right. I'm so glad that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Check out Jack Billings. Check out this. Uh, we'll see Matt next episode. Uh, Miss B, give us your okay, business. Um, so, yeah, I'm B. You can find my podcast, um, Deep Lore, and Is This Podcast a JoJo Reference? Pretty much everywhere that podcasts are. Um, if you want, you can follow my Instagram for some cosplay content. That is B.Bethy. Hey, what song do you want to hear on Glee? Oh, my God. Uh, I want to hear them cover uh, um, The Rains Down in Africa. <laughs> I want to hear my, that. Oh, the Weezer song? <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Dylan Terry. Uh, find me on some nobodies at Silicon Angels. We do talking and twitching upstream. Uh, CYOP appeal. Branching storyline. Zach put together all my rambling into this weird web of storylines. And uh, I'm really looking forward to finding the Coheed and Cambria episode of Glee. Um, that's all I got, guys. But Adios. Colby. Hey. Um, you guys all know my shows, so I'm just going to plug my guest appearances this week. Um, I was on Line for Line podcast, I was on the Cloud Chronicles, and I was on the Boss cast. Um, so I got, I got different. And then I'm going to plug a new thing that I'm doing, which is called Generation Clash. It's with me and my very own child, G. Um and we take three songs from bands that we like and try to get the other one to like that band. So um, I think that's going to be a very fun show. Um, episode one is going to be the Dead Kennedys. And then episode two is My Chemical Romance. <laughs> so 
Oh, cool. Yeah, what? so tune in to hear if um Wait, so I which in- which one is yours versus versus G? I'm not going to Okay. give you a response to that. Obviously, mine is yeah. the Dead Kennedys and I don't know about that. <laughs> my chemical romance is G these. does seem way cooler than you anyway, so uh Wow. And, well, I'm just saying you seem like a my chemical romance fan. Uh Wow. <laughs> Actually, right. uh spoiler alert, I did listen to the three songs already. Not that bad. Not that bad. Yeah, not that um, bad. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what's coming up next. I think we're gonna be recording those this weekend. So they'll be out very, very soon. Cool. Right on. All right, man. I'll see you next episode. And uh yeah, so I'm Zach Wiseman. You can see uh everything that we do, like Dylan said, at some nobodies.com. You can find everything for No Time to Binge at No Time to Binge on all social medias. You can see us also on the Real Boys, where we review movies of our friends' favorites or least favorite films and some new stuff and also some crap that this stupid real wheel uh sends up. But uh yeah, Tuesday's twitching upstream. You can see me later on today on Jeff Dwaskin show talking about the trashes on Netflix. But until next time, everyone, uh, I'm Zach Wiseman. Uh, and we're no time to binge and I appreciate you all and Dylan please play this song he's he's probably not listening to this because he's and now for something completely different I look a woman up and down and I say, I'm coming to join you, bitch. Oh, not too far. Oh, you want to get into things? Well, I mean. No, 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 no. Let's get into things. Let's get real. Everybody, BoJack wants to get real. Cancel the bubble round, because we're getting real.